What's up, homies? It's What's for Dinner, episode 172. 172. <laughs> that was a number two sound. Uh, hey, this week, guys, this week you're listening to me by myself. I'm rambling for about 25 minutes about, to be honest, I don't even remember what I was talking about. It was one of those days where I just picked up the microphone and said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out a podcast because I haven't done one for a little while, which I do apologize for. But if I remember correctly, um, I talked about uh, um, hanging out. I, uh, I've been uh, doing some writing with Dana Carvey, so I talked about how I was at Dana's house that day and um, talked a little about me and Allison and having kids. And I know I put out a little contest, so listen closely. All I got to say is uh, think of some good baby names. And uh, <laughs> talked. Uh, I, think I, I think I talked a little about what's going on in overseas and how I feel very separated and and um almost uh, uh i don't know it's just i remember thinking like god that was a weird thing to say uh i guess you'll hear it i should listen to this too but i hate the sound of my voice um but yeah it was one of those just you, you, you know you ever been alone and just talk to yourself that's pretty much what i was doing so um enjoy my uh my <laughs> my inner dialogue as i spew out for the world to hear and hey, if you want to come see me live, as who would not? A uh, little couple little dates coming up. First of all, happy Thanksgiving to you guys, because I know that this uh, Thursday is Thanksgiving. But um, next week, I will be uh, December second. I will be at the West Lake Twin Center in West Lake Village, California, on December second, seven o'clock show. And on December third, I'll be at the Ice House in Pasadena. So two uh, the the West Lake I've never done before. But I'm sure it'll be fun. And Ice House is always, always a fun show. So come by and check that out. Always check out more dates as flipisfunny.com. All right, enough of my rambling. Sit back, enjoy episode 172 of What's for Dinner. Bye-bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Well, looky what's happening here, guys. How you doing? It's Flip. Welcome to What's for Dinner. Um, this is, uh, it's, well, first of all, um, I haven't uh, uploaded anything in a couple weeks. I've been busy, and I was short-sighted. I thought I had enough, uh, enough episodes in the, in the can, as they say, to, um, to uh, cover my um, downtime as far as doing podcasts, and I was wrong. So I apologize, first of all, for uh, the lack of podcasts for the last couple of weeks. Um, I think the last time we spoke, you guys, um, Allison was here and told you what's been going on. We were in Italy for our honeymoon, very belated honeymoon, and um, then just shit, shit just got out of control. We got busy. I got busy. It was in Alaska. Fucking cold, by the way. Very cold. By the way, I should let you know I'm here by myself. I'm uh, I'm doing this podcast, this one by myself, because Allison is in Vegas right now with her mom, and I'm sitting in our home alone, just with my cat. Our little one of our little cats is at my feet now, fucking with my wires. Don't fuck with my wires. So I said, you know what? Let's jump on. Let's do a little a uh, little something something. So here I am doing some something something. Uh, yeah, I was in Alaska. We were in Alaska. Did some shows up there. Thank you very much, by the way, to Chilku Charlie's. Always an amazing time in Anchorage, Alaska. And, uh, ah, fucking headphones are falling off. And um, it's goddamn cold up there. Even in November already, it was in the... If we got there, it was in the 20s. By the time we left, it was in the, the single digits. 
felt like the negatives. I mean, honestly, at that point, if it's if it's five degrees, can anyone go? Well, at least it's not negative one. At five degrees, it's fucking anything under. I would say ten. Anytime you get in a single digit, you might as well go. It's it's all the same at this point. You know, yeah, water might freeze a little slower, but my balls are in my liver right now, so who gives a shit? It's fucking cold. But had great shows. Weren't very well attended, again, because of the weather, but uh, great shows. You know what the fun part was? Sunday night, um, they have their uh, their local open mic night, and generally what happens is the headliner would go up and do, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And it was there was literally, I think there were seven comics and uh, five audience members. So I used that time to just work out some material, and uh, it was great. Got some new bits done, you know. Got to uh, work out some uh, some newer bits, which was always it just always feels good when that happens. And um, yeah, so I got those uh, those those bits down, not down, but at least set them. I think any comic will tell you that once you actually say a joke on stage and it gets any kind of reaction, it feels good. You know, even though the bits that I was working on, the bits that I was working on, is it the bits that I were working on? No, the bits that I was working on. Uh, not an English major. Whatever. Those jokes I now have a little more confidence in. So I'll work on those a little more on my upcoming shows. I'm actually thinking I might record a new CD next year when I'm working uh, McCurdy's in March. A little, uh, a little forewarning to anybody in the Sarasota area. I'll be at McCurdy's Comedy Club in March. And yeah, I think I might. I think at this point I probably have a solid 25 minutes that I haven't done in any previous CDs that uh, hopefully by March I'll have a solid 50 to an hour that I could uh, put on a brand new CD. That'd be nice. One new CD every two years. Even though most people don't buy CDs anymore or even download them, or at least mine, I don't know. It feels good. It feels like a, uh, a, a time capsule, a timeline of my material. Because the first CD I put out was in 1999. Jesus. So that was, holy God, over 16 years ago. And in those 16 years, I've put out six CDs, seven if you count Skippy Greens. But the last one I did was in 2014, and then before that, I think it was 2013, actually. Wow. Good, good, good run. So I've been a little, like, sometimes they're quick between, sometimes they're not. So I'd like to do that every two years, put out just new material and just kind of put it out there and just keep let myself grow. Um, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, so I was excited about that in Alaska. And um, today was fun, too. Today, if you listen to the podcast um, regularly, or even if you don't, you can go back and listen. A little while ago, I did a podcast with uh, Tom and Dex Carvey, who are Dana Carvey's sons, who are getting into stand-up now. Very funny young guys. And um, I've been uh, helping them, you know, write a little bit. And um, Dana, who is brilliantly talented and one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, He's been using me, um, like, again, to help the kids write and to help, you know, to write with him, which is just unfucking believable So today I was actually over at his house and we were doing some writing with him and then Tom and Dex came by. Ah, oh, God, the feel... It, I know it's it, it, it almost sounds like uh, 
I don't know how it sounds, but but just to say fucking Dana Carvey respects me as a comedian, that's just un that blows my mind. Dana Carvey sees me as a contemporary, and he like I said, he respects my writing and respect. I just I'm a fan, you know. I respect him as a comedian, and 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 I I I think like I said, I think he's a, he's amazing guy, very nice, very humble, but he's so fucking Dana Carvey and. And I uh, and the fact that I'm sitting in his house and we're riffing ideas and we're laughing, it's it's weird. It's it's like all my, my whole career lately things have been kind of coming together very nice, you know? Like I was thinking about it. I've been doing comedy for Jesus, December thirteenth this year will be 23 years since my first open mic night on stage so I've been doing this game for a little while and lately it seems like all the pieces are kind of coming together you know like I've uh the 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 career is now you know moving very nicely you know now that I'm doing these ships not all the time but enough that the uh the, the 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 thing the stress about money isn't that great anymore knock on me knocking on wood it was actually my erection that's the kind of wood <laughs> what does pinocchio say when he gets an erection oh i'm getting a little me anyway the yeah and and that i have you know guys like dana carvey that i've respected and been i admire and been a fan of for years now seeing like i said seeing me as a contemporary and 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 as somebody that they're seeking out for uh uh you know assistance shaping not only his jokes, but is to, to trust me to, to work with his children is just really, really cool. You know, and the fact that I, I, I was afforded, I was afforded, I can afford to, you know, to take my wife and I to Italy for two weeks for a honeymoon. And I, I don't know how this sounds, if this is sounding like narcissistic or whatever, but I think at any point in anybody's life, you should be able to look, you, you look, at your life and hopefully go god damn i'm doing all right you know the the work whatever your career is 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 uh is, is well it's working out you know it's perseverance uh pays off you know like i said it's just it, it feels good to have that you know to be able to look at that life my life and just say that hold on one second i'm back like i said it's a good feeling and uh and now Allison is uh, is away in Vegas with her mom, and that's cool too, because you know she uh, she can show her mom the life that she's made for herself too. By the way, you might be saying, Flip, why are you doing this? Why you know usually you do these things with at least Allison, if not you know Allison and a guest. Why are you doing this all by yourself? Well, for any married men out there, you know that when you have some time to yourself and you have recording equipment you want to just vent i don't know nothing i need to vent about with allison i love her i do i do she has her faults as do i as i think anybody married people out there guys or women guys or women guy i was gonna say guys or girls but girls doesn't i know it, it, it sounds like you're you're young there's not an equipment it's men and women guys and gals i guess gals I want to say guys and dolls but gals i guess is the, the female equivalent to guys usually people go guys and girls i guess gals it's boys and girls men and women guys and gals uh 
and dicks and cunts, I guess, if you want to get insultive. But any married people out there, you know that, uh, it, it, you know what's funny about marriage? It's like everybody always said it is. There are all of these cliche fights that you get into, these cliche things, these cliche uh, feelings, whether it's love and, 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 uh, and fulfillment or just hatred and frustration. They're all part of the package. But I think, and I could be wrong, I've only been married for maybe almost about four and a half years. But I think that's the point, is that balance. So you experience every kind of emotion. You experience the hate, you experience the love, because life is about all of that. Matter of fact, I was talking uh, to Dana today because I don't have kids yet and I'm in my 40s. And I realized that, you know, I'm going to be a new father probably within the next couple of years. You know, I'm hoping it's not really up to me so much as it up to the uh, it's not so much as up to the chef with the ingredients. It's up to the person who owns the oven. Um, but realistically, I'll be pushing 60 when my kids, uh, you know, going to be graduating high school. <laughs> Jesus. So I was talking to Dana about that. And he said, well, why do you want kids now? And I told him and that I, th I think the key to life is experience. You need to experience everything. Ups, downs, you know, all-encompassing happiness, sadness, frustration, success, failure. Uh, you need to go, you know, you should go around, uh, around and see as much of this world as you can. You should experience other cultures. You should experience other foods. You should take chances. And I think having a child is part of the experience of life. And I don't want to miss out on that. I don't want to, I, I, I want to know what that's like. Because I, I see it through my friend's children. I see it through my niece with my brother. And it's, especially with my niece, it's beautiful to see that. And I have, like I said, I have close friends who have children that I love to death. But it's not obviously the same. I, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to have a pregnant wife. I don't know what it's like to, to, um, uh, you know, feed a child at three in the morning to calm it down. You know, I did it to my niece maybe a couple of times when she was a baby, but that's, you know, it's like me visiting Babyland. I had a little, I, I had a temporary visa into Babyland. You know, I, I'd like to, uh, you know, live in Babyland. And I'm sure there are people with kids out there going, don't do it, dad, ruins your life, changes everything. That, that's the thing that, the thing that gets me is that everybody goes, dude, once it happens, your life is never the same. Never. Everything that you're used to now, all the freedom you have, and I do, I, I realize I have a lot of freedom, goes away, bro. You can't just say to your wife, hey, let's go away for the weekend. Because the only thing we have to worry about is who's going to feed the cats. And if it's two days, we just leave the cats with a bunch of food. Can't do that with a kid. Can't go, yeah, they will go away for the weekend. Let's just leave some baby food with the baby. It'll be I know I can't do that. But to be honest, I'm I'm kind of ready for that. I I, I think I am. I feel I am. You know, I'm again I've my life is, is wonderful right now and and I've been taking advantage and experiencing this wonderful life that I have now. I I I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready for life to 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 change you know hopefully not for the worst you know 
And I know it's not it's not always going to be, you know, wonder, oh, it's a child and it's such a wonderful, magical thing. I know a kid can be a pain in the fucking ass. I've seen that, too. I've been on cruise ships for over two years. I've seen bratty fucking kids. I've seen crying babies on planes. I've seen it all. And I've been on the other side of it going, shut the fucking kid up. But I don't know what that parent goes through. I don't know that, you know, maybe that parent is just, you know... Uh, uh, you know uh, I had to just deal with a kid was sick or you know maybe the kid is a great kid but on a plane the ears are popping and all I'm seeing is a shit kid but maybe you know, I, I don't know I'm ready though and Allison loves kids she is a, she well first of all she's got the same mentality as a child so that makes it easy she and the kid she and our kid are going to be great friends I have a feeling I'm going to be more of the disciplinarian and she's going to be the little fairy godmother but um, she's almost ready. I and mean, we've talked about that. I, I'm not sure if we mentioned it on the show, but she's 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 almost there. That's why I'm thinking in a couple of years is when something will happen. What should we name our kid? Anybody listening, write in with an idea for the name of our kid. The best name, um, I will uh, I will pitch it to Allison. Email me flip at flipschultz.com. Go to flipschultz or flipisfunny.com and email me from there and. If you can, if the best name of the kid, not only will I pitch it to Allison, but uh, I'll send you um, a free, uh, two free CDs. How about that? So do that. Everybody send it in. I'll announce a winner uh, later on. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited about that change in life. I'm at that age, you know? Like sometimes I feel like, and, and anybody in my age group, you know, early 40s, mentally, I still feel like I'm in my 20s. You know, I still feel like that. Uh, ah, men- I don't want to say mentality because I'm. I know I'm. I, I'm. I'm older, but I mean, like, I don't see myself. Because when when you were younger, you see forty as like, oh my god, you're so you're forty. That's old. That's mom and dad and grandma and grandpa. But I don't feel like I'm forty. I feel like I'm twenty. I just see an older guy in the mirror. But at the same time, I'm. I'm over the 20 lifestyle. Yeah, when I was in my 20s and I moved out here, every night I was out at the comedy clubs. I was closing the comedy clubs down. I went clubbing a lot. I would, you know, I, I would, you know, see the hot girls and just, you know, go up and just be good. Especially if they saw me on stage, I would be just confident motherfucker. And when I'm on the road, I'll oh, forget it. I'd be just drinking at the clubs and, and uh, again, you know, hitting on the women and, and it was great, but I'm not that anymore. And I don't really want to be that, to be honest with you. I mean, it's fun to get, it's fun to flirt. I'm never going to stop flirting. But one, I'm married, and two, I just don't care about scoring, quote unquote, anymore. So that part of me is just, it's moved on, you know? I've got other things that I like doing. I mean, shit, I like staying home. I've got a house now. I like staying at my house and watching TV and occasionally smoking some pot. Occasionally. Yeah, I'm, mar- I'm married to a walking fucking weed plant. Um, but I like that. That's, that's my lifestyle now. Maybe when I'm 60, I'll be like, ah, oh, I can't be, can't be in my 40s anymore. Can't stay up watching movies. I'm asleep by 7. I'll watch, uh, you know, I'll watch my new, I'll watch the early news, and then I'll go to bed. I don't know if I'll be that 
drastic, but you change, you evolve. I've got cats. I've got cats. I'm a 40-year-old with cats. Who thought that would happen? I'm allergic to them, by the way. That's how much I love my wife. I am keeping things in my own home that make me ill because I love my wife. I love the cats, too. I've grown to love them. But don't get me wrong. If something happened and we had to get rid of the cats, I would be very sad. But there'd be a part of me going, well, at least I can breathe easier now. As I'm saying this, the cat's looking at me with these wide eyes like, are you getting rid of us? I'm not getting rid of you. I'm not getting rid of you. Unless the kids are allergic to you. And then, sorry, love you, but I would love my children more. Yeah. What? What are you doing? That was a cat purring at the microphone. Yeah, if my cat, I don't want to think about that. Allison doesn't either. She's like, we're not getting rid of the cats. Even if the children are allergic to them, we'll make it work out. Mm. Not going to put it out there. As Allison would say, we're not going to even put that out there. This is uh, this is one of those conversations that you never want to have. It's like a Sophie's Choice kind of thing. Because I do see the cats as my kids right now. Never thought I'd say that either. My cats are my children. All right, so what else is going on? Oh, I got a, we got a, for my birthday, which was a couple of weeks ago. Thank you. Uh, treated myself and Allison to new iPhones. We upgraded, we got the iPhone 6 Plus, motherfucker. Yeah. But having issues with it. Anybody out there who's got the new iPhone, uh, don't know if you're having issues like this, but uh, call quality is a little iffy. Camera, the autofocus. And I know this is such superficial first world problem shit, by the way. I am 100% aware of that. With all of the atrocities going on in the world for me to go, my fucking camera on my phone doesn't autofocus. What the fuck, bro? I know. I get it. I know how it sounds. I hear myself saying it, and I want to punch me in the nuts. But it's perspective. You know, thank God. And uh, I, I say that with not a sense of... Uh, of, of, of I don't even know what to say. I was just going to say, you know, these horrible, you know, things going on in the world, they're, they're not going on to that extent over here. So as awful as it is, I think I think America, and I, I feel that I'm one of those, are so far removed from the Syrian crisis and what happened in Paris that we can say it's awful and, you know, it has to be stopped and, you know... There has to there 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 has to be some kind of you know peaceful resolution blah 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 blah. We're still so far removed from it that you know once it's off the news for that night, it's out of our minds. You know, not for everybody, for some asshole Americans, and I unfortunately think I qualify as one of those people. You know, I don't. Um, I, it's just hard to it, it's hard to empathize with that when it and, and I'm not wishing it here I'm not wishing it over I'm not wishing it at all I think we I you know what I'm, I was about to go on on something about that and I, I'm not one of those people that like that, that puts his head in the sand and going oh, it's out of sight out of mind I don't like to be that kind of person but I I feel that huh that by, by watching the news 
and reading about it, it depresses me. And again, you know, depresses you. How the fuck do you think they feel about it? I know. I get it. But it, 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 it puts me in a fucked up place. And I'm not one of the comedians that's... I'm not a political comic. You know, I've had a few political jokes, but when you brush away all the, the, the surface wording, it's, you know, a lot of my political shit is silly. I don't understand politics. I don't, I, I, I don't follow it. So I don't have the right to say anything about what should be done, what shouldn't be done, what could I do, what, what I shouldn't do. I, I, don't, I don't know. So I, I, all I know is when I read about it, I get depressed. It doesn't, it doesn't inform me personally in a positive way. Other people can look at it and go, you know, the problem, <coughs> excuse me, you know, the problem is, you know, this, this person did this and the Republicans did this and Democrats didn't do this and blah, blah, blah. And they could have a, a, a smart, intelligent debate with somebody about it. I look at it and I go, terrorists are bad. And, 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 and that's it. And I got nothing. I got nothing, you know? But if you want to talk to me about 80s trivia, about movies and music, well, bring it on, motherfucker, and I'll debate you to the nth degree why Superman 2 is superior to Superman 1. But that's, uh, that's just me. I don't know where I'm going with this, people. I don't even know if anybody's listening to this. This is just me putting out content because I feel that it keeps me creative. And I, th- what are we? I think, uh, I think that's probably, uh, probably the best summation of me as a contributor to the world. I just want to put out entertaining content. I don't ever. I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to put out content that will change the way you think. Because personally, I don't think I can. I put out content that I hope entertains. That's what my stand-up is. My stand-up is something that I put out that I, I think is clever and funny. It's not political. It's not sociological. It's funny and relatable to an extent, you know? And that's my message for the day. Be relatable and entertaining. <laughs> I don't know. But I think that's the... If there's ever an awkward place to uh, stop doing this, that would be it. Um, but you know what? Let me um, let me end by saying this. One, thanks for listening. Two, email me with those baby name suggestions. And um, what was the other thing I asked them to email? Bertie, you were listening. You were here the whole time. I said email me about the baby names. And uh, there was something else I think I asked you to email me about. That's how much I pay attention to what I talk about. For all I know, I could have, throughout this podcast, could have insulted every uh, nationality and just not known. Again, again, maybe it is out of sight, out of mind. I, it comes out of my mouth, and then it's, it's, it's away forever. Uh, <laughs> guys, thanks for listening to this, for my, my solo rambling. I think that's going to be the name of this episode, solo rambling. Um. So I guess I will uh, talk to you guys a little bit. I think the next time I'm going to talk to you will be uh, uh, probably from the ship. Because, um, this, first of all, this week, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Because I know this uh, Thursday is going to be Thanksgiving. I hope you're with your loved ones. I will be with my wife and uh, my mother-in-law and maybe a couple of friends. So I hope you are with also my wife and mother-in-law. And um, 
have a great Thanksgiving. And uh, like I said, I will uh, probably talk to you from the ship because I will be back on the Norwegian getaway the entire month of December. So if you happen to be on the Norwegian getaway in December, come by and say hi. Say that you listen to the show. And guess what? I'll shake your hand and give you a CD. If you actually come up to me on the Norwegian getaway and say, hey, I listened to What's for Dinner, you're getting a free CD that easily. All right? That's a deal. That's a promise that I will not forget. So I'll talk to you guys later. Have fun. Great Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. What's Bye-bye. for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds.